We are right back with the Real Kipper and Born Show, Leaf Edition. And yes, I know for some of you, it feels like we never left. We're always here for you whenever you need. That we are, and we're on Sportsnet 590, Sportsnet 360, and Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6. All right, guys, uh, obviously we open up our show on the, on the Leaf Edition, the Leaf Hour, and we're going to talk all Leafs uh, very soon here, but uh, we may have to go down the uh, 401 to the nation's capital. Oh, no, do to, we? Uh, to start with what is Why, what happened? the biggest story. <laughs> we'll get Sam out from under the rock <laughs> that you, he's been you. on. Update me, please, yeah. Shane Pinto suspended for 41 games for gambling. The NHL statement is the National Hockey League announced today that it has suspended NHL player Shane Pinto for 41 games for activities relating to sports wagering. The league's investigation found no evidence that Pinto made any wagers on NHL games. The NHL considers this matter closed absent the emergence of new information and will have no further comments. All right, let me just open this up a little bit to you guys. Yeah. Before we move on to uh, the Leafs and Dallas Stars tonight, uh, since going, um, I guess, legal a few years ago with sports betting in our country, in our province, up until maybe uh, this point, uh, any of you guys surprised at this? No, not surprised at this. I mean, it's not... It, it, from, uh, not to interrupt you, no, but no, it, no. it, it kind of still caught me off guard. I, 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 sure. I, I was a little stunned by it today. Yeah, I guess it, caught, it catches you off guard because it's like, you know, no disrespect to a guy who I think a lot of people like, but it's pretty dumb. You know, like you don't expect people to do dumb things, and this is kind of a dumb thing, but we see it in other sports. You know, football, it's happening right now. There are people on the sidelines for it. Um, you know, historically... In sports, it's not new whether you go back to Pete Rose or within hockey, Kip. You talked about it being legalized, but, you know, we have Evander Kane, you know, before. I think he, his gambling losses are, he had bet $50 million or something. But not suspended. Not suspended. Same with Thomas Vanek. Do you remember Thomas Vanek got caught up in something? They traded him. It, yeah. So but, there, right? but, yeah, yeah. So there were repercussions, but you're right. Things have changed since the legalization. One games, yeah. Sammy. Yeah, I would say that I'm surprised it took this long for something like this to happen. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the amount of talk that there is about gambling and the way it's in bed with all the leagues now and whatever it's happening in other leagues. I was surprised that it hadn't happened to somebody in hockey, and it did. Yeah. And it's a guy that you know was already in the news for not signing, and then yeah. it's just like it's like a perfect storm for Pinto. Yeah. A lot of people still out there going, hold on for a second. It's yeah. legal. He didn't gamble on hockey. What's the big deal? That, you tell me. That's my – I mean, right? it's always mine, but I'm looking at it from a fan yeah. perspective. All my buddies gamble. Everybody in my life I know yeah. gamble. And, you know, it's like you're, he's betting on football. What bearing does that have? I don't know if he was or what he was gambling on. Yeah. But, like, if he's betting on another like sport, him. like, I don't know what the – Right. Yeah. So where he to be. Yeah. Everything that uh, I was able to kind of collect today is that, for the most part, it sounds like the NHL ran the same policy that the, N- that the NFL has, yeah. which states that you are not allowed to bet on other sports or you are allowed to bet on other sports – but never on team facilities. So, I mean, I, I get the concept of that, but I, I don't know. Don't. I, 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 you're not betting on hockey. Right. You, you, you either showed up at a practice or showed up, 
before a game and put a bet on a, a football game, and that's yeah, you're that's, no more that's a no no. That. That's a no no for forty one games. Is that what you think happened here? Do you think that it was something like that where he was on team I, I, facility? I do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I think that's what they got him on. Okay. That he gambled on team facilities, and I get it. Like nobody want no no employer wants their 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 workers to come to work and, and sit well, around no. and bet on sports. But they also don't want me to eat chocolates and you know like laugh. But you don't about get suspended on my phone, but, but it happens sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like happens you, a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> I, I think it's excessive, yeah. forty-one games. But it, it, we saw it. I think already with four Detroit Lion players. Yeah, Sammy. I, I think they. I think it's a pretty clear spot for Pinto to be made an example of. Don't you think? Hundred percent. That's where part of it. it's like, he's just the, so you he's, know. He's the first guy that like in this new sort of era of gambling with the NHL where he's gotten caught with something. I have no idea what it is. I'm not going to try to speculate. But, like, it's just an easy one for me to be like, yeah, huge suspension. If any of you other guys are thinking about doing this, stop thinking about it. That's to me, is yeah. why it's so stiff. Don't you think? Yeah, I do. I agree. It, it's still rather vague, to be honest with you. Yeah, it lacks for details. Me. I agree. It, it lacks details. It lacks kind of clarity, which opens up way more questions than answers. So, and, so you'd prefer them to come th- there out and is, be there is, some, there is some speculation out there that there was maybe some link to to hockey, and I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. there there is there are rumors out there right now. I don't know what we can call them, speculation rumors, yeah. and I'm not uh, – this is not based on definitive information I'm getting, but there's a lot of talk about – there's a lot of talk about maybe someone else being involved and then maybe a link to hockey. Could there be more to that? See, without knowing anything about it, that seems far more likely to me than, you know, he's going on and picking a fantasy team. Well, the team, because really he hasn't been at team facilities yeah. like the other players have because yeah. he's not been under contract. So just knowing that, it feels more likely yeah. to me like, there's... I, a circuitous bed. I, I, I would have liked like more evidence yeah. in a statement well, from the there, National Hockey League or Ottawa. There wasn't even a statement. What killed me is so, you know, Freege was reporting. I think he broke some of this stuff today. One of the things was that there's 35 games remaining on the suspension because it actually dates back to game one of the season. So, so he's, he's really? not under contract. Yeah. He's not under contract. Yeah, correct. Right. So you're suspending him. He's no more him. in the league than I am. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're suspending me those games I'm count. I'm a lifetime ban for the NHL. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't the <laughs> ban start when he signs his I contract? I agree. That's a really good point. Yeah. It's like, what are you banned from? You don't have a contract to do this. <laughs> so it costs them no money but time. Yes. And uh, to be fair, we didn't expect him to be out till january or february we expected him the moment ottawa could free up some salary cap that he would have been signed there is money lost thinking that he was going to sign maybe in a couple of weeks or even a month there there's that money i do wonder too you know the reporting now sounds like he's appreciative that the sins kind of kept this on the low low and that maybe he'll sign just for league minimum or somewhere thereabouts um, when he is eligible to come back. I do wonder if that cap hit is still prorated for the season, 
We've talked about it on the show before, but when Nylander signed on December 1st, his cap hit of 6.9 actually counted for $10 million plus against the cap as you prorate that over yeah. the length of the season. So I'm yeah. curious to, to see if that's still relevant here. All right. Uh, yeah, there's you know, more news maybe coming down the, uh, the pike here. Maybe there's not. Pro athlete, but... don't bet on sports. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Hold on. I want to stand up, first of all, for like there there's there's another argument for moral rights that everybody's got an opinion on pro sports athletes can bet on pro sports it's legal they have as right. much rights as everyone else 100% don't bet on sports at the team facility if that's a thing okay. you know you can't do <laughs> okay then your employers Better. made that clear Better. you're right and it is an important distinction Better. you're right cuz the idea i guess that you couldn't bet on another <clears throat> nhl game is that you might have information the public doesn't. You may be more informed on the league or something like that. I'm, I'm guessing that's why you can't bet on the NHL if you're in the NHL. Well, listen, it's a, it's, that's the slippery slope. Like the moment the public believes that it's Players, not legit yeah. right? and these guys are, are getting together here, we're done. But Our so, industry's done. So my done. point is that you wouldn't have any clue about the defensive line of the Detroit Tigers because you play defense for the Anaheim Ducks. Unless you talk to your buddy. I don't know. Same agent or something? He's a multi-sport agent? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But it's that slippery slope that, you, that, that we're talking about. But, I mean, it's, it's open. It's, there's commercials every night. There's energy towards the legalized betting of pro sports. Players yeah. fall into the trap no different than anyone and else. As I said before, it was legal. You know, people got caught up in the trap. I remember... A very famous player in the league may have got caught up in the trap once upon a time. Remember the details of, you know, some Arizona gambling ring once upon a time. But people in the NHL have gotten caught up in things. All right. Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. Nice segue. Thank you very much. Well done by you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, They play tonight. Dallas Stars. Biggest test by far Mm -hmm. for the the season, Uh, depending on how you feel about the push that they got from Washington, albeit uh, one that they maybe dodged a few goals early in that yeah. game. To did did they lock it down? Did they do what they wanted to do to carry momentum into this game tonight with a team that many believe has a really good chance to end up in a Stanley Cup final? Yeah. Our own Nick Kiprios picked them to I win did. the Stanley Cup. I mean, big, strong, fast with good goaltending does not sound like the Washington Capitals to me. No, it doesn't sound like the Habs or the Blackhawks. No. Not the Wild. I am curious to see. So they have all those guys up front. Rope Hints, Rupe Hints, one of the fastest guys in the Hintz. league. Oh, just a yeah. player. You know, Jason a Robertson. Mule. He is yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, Pavelski, obviously, and Sagan and Ben and all those guys. A very good hockey team. I don't think their D outside of Miro Heiskanen is that great. But I am curious to see how they hang. Sometimes just one really, really good guy and Goes a long four way. big mules around him yeah. can get the job done. But they, I, I don't Norris think they're doing a lot of chasing, Hughes. right? Right. They're leading these games and, def- you know, not having to. Yeah, but I mean, even the guys on the blue line, it's not like they're, they're, they're running around. It'll be interesting to see if, if the Leafs can get a cycle going against that blue line because typically you see big, Heavy guys. Yeah, Suter, you want to Hackenpah, Essa Lindell. Like those get are, their feet moving. Yeah. yeah. Right? 
It is going to be a legitimate test, and that I am looking forward to. I think the uh, bearing in the lead here is that the coach named Joseph Wall the starter tonight in back-to-back starts. Woo. Which Rick Wall. We kind of knew. Yeah. Oh, no. I, we, I think it was, on merit, it was... Push it. <laughs> on merit, it was a fine one for him to start, but I think it's more of a statement to put him in there as a... You know, the other way. Don't you think? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go to Sheldon Keefe on Joseph Wall starting tonight. He's obviously played extremely well. That's part of it, and the other part, probably uh, uh, equally as, as significant, is just gives us more time for Sammy here. Coming off a day off yesterday, gets a good workout today. You can get a good practice day tomorrow, and then you know, get ready for Nashville. So, uh, I think it works out well for both guys. So today I had my article come out on the, in the Toronto Star, and it was over the goaltending. I know. And people are mad you called it a controversy. I know. They want... Controversy? Dilemma. <laughs> they wanted you to know, cross want, the language They don't better. like it. They want semantics. And yeah. I just blew it right open with, yes, I, it's, and it didn't start Saturday night yeah. when, he, when Samsonov led three and four night. Uh, against Tampa Bay. This started the moment he left the net in game three versus the Florida Panthers. When you leave, whether or not you think he's hurt or not hurt or whatever the case is, once you leave your net, it's a tough pill sometimes to watch for 19 other guys when, when the guy that you think should be in there is not. And the wiggle room that Joseph Wall had Without winning that series and coming into this training camp uh, has really set him up right now. Yep. In your article, you, there's a line, Samsonov, from that moment, Samsonov likely realized he had gone from the hunter a year ago to the hunted this season. But he's chasing hard right now. If that guy doesn't think he's in a dog fight for his net, then he's making a big mistake. Russian Jack Campbell, I love it. The sun comes up the next day. He loves it. He <laughs> sunfazed this guy. I think I'm so happy. So you, I was just looking at some of the blowback to your article today. I was just because you said people were mad about it. Yeah. I guess the a controversy would be more of a guy that's locked in longer term. See, right? I, I, I don't agree with that. So, I don't so, either. So, so I don't either. I'm, if, I'm with you. It, I think it's it would a be a big, It would be a controversy if Samsonov was making six million dollars instead of the three two for no. you. I, I, I think mean, he's making a lot more money. He's still... Who was supposed to be the number one goalie to start this season? Ilya Samsonov. Who no is, question. Who, who doesn't look like a number one goalie Ilya right Samsonov. now? That's the controversy. That's pretty controversial in my opinion. Yeah, sure. And also, who cares such a colony? You get the point. You get the point out there. <laughs> like these two guys are... It's not going how it was supposed to go. And now it's anyone's crease. Joseph Wall's getting the start tonight. Like he had... Sheldon had no choice here. No choice. This is a big test against one of the better teams out of the gate. He tapped Wall. And he's going with a goalie that gives him the best chance to win tonight. Yeah. I love that. And that's how it should be until one of them's good enough or bad enough that they either yeah. earn it or lose it. And so. listen, I'm not sitting here telling you that this thing is over and Samsonov's done. Yeah. We don't know. Joseph Wall, and if. I don't even know if many Leaf fans know this, but th- this guy has battled the injury bug as oh, yeah. almost as much as anyone else in the last little while. Yep. 
Like, he needs a long stretch here. He needs to stay healthy, and he needs to kind of look like what he's looked like the last week and a half. Yeah. No, I agree. Or, I don't know, in two weeks, three weeks, he could be back with the Marlies. You don't know. No. It's it's very much a bit of a roller coaster. Oh. Right now. oh thank you, thank you. But you don't know. It, it is up and down. Sorry, I'll show myself. Boy. I don't feel good about that at all. Um, <laughs> but we, we have... <laughs> We have, Ryan bad, O'Reilly. we have Ryan O'Reilly of the Nashville, Pre- uh, Nashville Predators coming to join us in about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. We have I'm, lots of stuff. Yeah. I'll plug that from yeah. Sheldon on the other guys. Do you want to get to a couple of these clips? I'm, before yeah, we... I'm, I'm good. I'm good Let's... with uh, Joseph Wall. I think we're all in agreement, right? Well, how big of a, like, are we measuring these all as big starts for Wall? Like, does he have to, if he goes out there again tonight, and he's great, and then it's like, oh, everyone's like, well, he's the starting goal. Is it just the no. same conversation over and over here? you got to get Samsonov back in the net, no matter well, no, what He's happens. playing Saturday, of course. Yeah. That's what I mean. But if he plays well tonight, they beat a really good Dallas Stars team, and they come close, and he's excellent. Yeah. I don't go, think it's a go, given Samsonov plays Saturday night against Nashville. He said he said, that he said he's certain Nash- on Saturday. He said that about Samsonov? He did. Yeah. 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 He, said, he said he's certain Saturday. But then going into next week where you have another run of games, to me it's just like, yeah. Yeah, kind of give well, two to him, two two to Wall, and one. I, th- I think the, I think in a perfect world, he'd like to get Samsonov playing well enough that he can even alternate them. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That, that's the best case that's scenario the for this best team. Best case scenario for listen, if if Wall lights it up tonight and stands on his head and does those top spins. Mm-hmm. and he misses the start Saturday, then you're in a position where you watch Samson off Saturday night, and if it's worthy of, hey, we're not going to forget about you and we're not going to go long stretches, then you are in a much better place for the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs, which could be altering these guys. I'm going to make a October 26th prediction, mm. and that's that... Someone not named Wool or Samsonov plays over nine and a half games for the Leafs this season. Um, you know, Samsonov last year, God, was he ever not almost hurt? Yeah, yeah. You know, like limping or dragging a leg or struggling. Like he looked near injured most of last season at times. Wool, as you mentioned, injury prone and never had a real run in the NHL with the full rigors of being, yeah. you know, a 1B, let alone a 1A. You know, got Martin Jones in the minors right now who's got a great NHL career behind him. I would not be surprised if it's not so much, is it this guy and this guy splitting it, but one's out, someone's up. It's not fair for goalies, but they get judged differently when they're hurt. And, um, you know, it, it, whether or not you, you it's, a, it's a definitive injury like, oh, he's out with a shoulder or he's out with a, a sprained knee, it's two to four weeks or four to six weeks, it doesn't even really matter. Yeah. And in Samsonov's case, it wasn't like he's out with a, a shoulder injury or knee injury. He got hit in the head and he yeah, didn't, yeah, feel, yeah. He didn't yep. feel comfortable enough to come back in. Okay? And Fair. was he concussed? Was he... They didn't really say anything, but he just did not feel right to go back in the net. Yeah. 19 other guys that's judged fine. that as... Hey, you're not there for us. 
You're not, we need you, and you're not there for us. And we were having that conversation about Josh Norris earlier in the season, where it's like, if the team says you're ready, the doctors say you're ready, why aren't you ready? And I don't know if that was Norris's case exactly, but you do look at your teammates and go, if everyone says you can go, why aren't you going? Um, just a note for tonight, it was supposed to be the former USA, U.S. under-18 teammates against each other, Wall and Ottinger. Ottinger is not going tonight. It's Wedgwood tonight in the first half of the back. Not taking the Leafs seriously. They're sending, they take the Leafs well, are they're, a joke. They're heading, to, they're heading to Edmonton on the second half of back-to-back ah. tomorrow. So, you know, that's, it's yeah. the opposite of the Babcock theory. When we used to start, the, the no matter what, it was the starting goalie in the first half of the back-to-back. They're yeah. going with the backup in the first half against the Leafs tonight. Which is interesting. So just one more note. Uh, our good friend Mike McKenna has been on the show many times. Yeah. I think last year, I don't know, do you remember the push hard? And they've got a relationship, right? They've known yeah. each other mm-hmm. from, uh, I don't know, the St. Louis area, I guess, Missouri. Yeah. But he came and he pushed Wall hard. He said he's the best goalie the Leafs have today, when this is last year when he was doing yes. the show. With and, Samson on Ben Matt and that if time. I'm not mistaken, he made some kind of comparisons to Ottinger. Yeah. And I think that's when I kind of rolled my eyes and said, yeah. come on. Yeah. I'm a lot closer than I was when I heard that comment uh, yeah. last season. Joel, well, two starts this year, and we've now compared right? him to Kerry Price and Jake Ottinger <laughs> on the show. It's not whether or not he'll ever be those guys. It's just the demeanor. Right, the Can the way he, he carries from himself from like May first till June seventeenth, one time, one time, baby. Like I said, he could be in the minors in two weeks. We don't know. Yeah, but hope not. hope not. But can we honestly say from this point on, forget about what's between the ears or how you know tough he is or how long he, he is technically the better goalie than Zabsonov. He looks yes. cleaner. He looks calmer. He holds on to a stick. It really bothers you that Samsonov can't, eh? I gotta glue. I gotta put some glue on his gloves. Yes, I agree, Kip. But I mean, no expert eye here. But I've watched a little hockey in my life, and he looks good. Okay, um, keep making a comment on uh, Matthews and Marner today. That kind of surprised me. Yeah. Why don't we just play it? All right. Clip two. I wouldn't say it's executing at the level that 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 we've we've come to expect from them. Um, it's early, obviously, but I just think that some of the some of the passing, in particular, just hasn't quite been crisp and sharp, and, and the execution hasn't been hasn't been happening. Obviously, we we focused a lot on on uh, you know the left winger and who's been with them, but I just think just if we just focus on those two guys, I think it's hasn't been hasn't been executing at the, at the level that we'd expect. So, um, no, they're going to stay with it. They're both working hard and doing good things defensively, but offensively, I think there's a lot of plays that in the past are, are, are connecting that right now are, are getting broken up. Well, then, that is surprising. I, yeah. but I agree with him. Yes. You know, when you really – I think we get lost in the Matthews goal total. But you zoom out, those are like goalie-pulled goals and power play yeah. goals. And-, and what he's saying and the fact that Austin's got one assist, there, there is a correlation there. Like that they're not completing passes to be true. Yeah, they're, they're not moving the puck and they're not in sync right now. And I just don't know how hard to push back on this idea that Austin yeah. Matthews doesn't move the puck. It's just not accurate. I, I don't see Chris passing... Yeah, from from Austin, I, I don't. I, I think I think at times the the biggest thing I see with him is sometimes he just overshoots, and 
the attempts, yeah. and he becomes predictable. And one of the things that hasn't happened for him is Mitch hasn't had the puck as much. I told you this the other day that I don't see Mitch dangling or making those twists and turns, which gets Austin yeah, even a better position. Yeah, I don't remember him much at all. Yeah, I don't. So I'm not. I'm not telling you that that makes Austin a bad centerman. Right. What I'm telling you is that it's it's never been his his strength. Mm-hmm. Playmaking. I see better playmaking out of Tavares to start this season with Nylander than I have in a long time. Yeah. I mean, part of this is that those guys look so good, you know, by comparison. It is fascinating, though, that at five on five, Martin and Matthews haven't connected more. It's funny he said we focus so much on the left wing on that spot, but he was trying to keep the attention on Matthews and Marner. It's almost to me like he's trying to take the heat off a guy like Bertuzzi who started there and didn't have much success or heat off the fact that he's got Callie Yarncrock on the top line right now. Yeah. Like it's almost like pile it on the guys we know who can handle it here. Let these guys figure it out on the left side. Because, yeah, I think they could use a little bit of help, and that's part of it too. And – yeah, I, I totally agree with you that you he needs to buy Bertuzzi time right now. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully having another couple of days, a little bit more rest. There are some numbers for the Leafs that I've dug into that make Bertuzzi look great out pretty well. Like his lines have uh, driven the expected goals and, you know, all the chances and all that. But he's just been on really good lines. He's been on yeah. with Matthews Marner or Tavares Nylander. So. Yeah. Be he, hard to have the he negative. He grades yeah. out really well, but not sure his contribution to those things. Should uh, hit a break here for Ryan O'Reilly. Are we breaking and then coming back yes. with Ryan? Yeah. Okay. You heard the producer. I'm just a mere host here taking direction <laughs> from Sammy McKee. More Real Kipper and Born after the break. Diving deep into Leafs, Raptors, Jays, and NFL. The J.D. Bunkins Podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's welcome in our next guest. Guy that knows a thing or two about winning Stanley Cups. Brian O'Reilly from the Nashville Predators. Ryan, thanks for joining us, man. How are you? Yeah, my pleasure. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Um, just uh, kind of teeing up. I know uh, we, for us personally here on, on our show, we've got uh, the Leafs in Dallas, but uh, right around the corner Saturday night, man, you're in town. Um, I know I know. 24 games during the regular season isn't a ton, but uh, is this a game that you looked at uh soon as the schedule came out is it is it preferred this early in the season would you have liked to come to toronto a little later <laughs> yeah it would be nice to see it a, a bit later but uh no it's uh, i'm excited for it obviously uh yeah my time there i think was um you know pretty special and the relationships i have with guys there and staff um it'll be uh it'll be exciting that way but uh definitely um as you guys know it's a very good team and uh, we're gonna be, have to be at our best to, to pull one out here but uh, i'm looking forward to it though you know, you're, you're go to Nashville, Ryan, uh, and things, you know, you're lying. You're having immediate success. I'm sorting some of the stats and stuff, and it looks like in terms of, like, creating opportunities, the line you're on right now uh, is having a ton of success. Tell us about the early start in Nashville, the guys you're playing with, and what's working for you. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, it's been great. Um, you know, playing with Parsons and Forsberg have been, you know, they're two unbelievable players. Um, Parsons, great young kid coming up and just getting better by the minute. And you know, Forsberg's just such an elite talent. The, the stuff he does with the puck is just unbelievable. And um, yeah, I think you know we're aligned that uh, we're big bodies. We're you know we want to put the puck in the right areas and work and create chances from there. So it's uh, you know we've got a lot of work left and just got to keep building it. Ryan, are there any similarities between a, a Forsberg and, say, a Willie Nylander? Uh, obviously, right-handed shots, obviously guys that can shoot the puck, but uh, what else do you see? Yeah, well, both guys, I think there's uh, a lot of similarities, but the thing that jumps out is just that uh, puck protection. Like, when they get it, it's so hard to get them off and play. You know, just big bodies, no one to position themselves. It's just like, uh, you know, as you've seen, you know, it's impossible to get the puck back. And when they're going, it's... Uh, yeah, they're, they're horses. Well, he's a guy here, Nylander, who gets leaned on by Sheldon Keefe um, from time to time. Tell us about your experience playing for Sheldon. You've had a few coaches in the NHL now. You know, what makes him different from the other coaches you've had in the league? Um, yeah, he's, oh, he's a brilliant hockey mind. Just the, you know, details put in, the, you know, just little chats I've had with him. Um, you know, he sees the game in a, in a very, you know, you know, amazing way and and the way he teaches it and expresses it I think it's you know it gets the guys playing a certain way or, you know in a structure and looking at things in a different way it's that uh yeah from you know my short time there I definitely you know learned a lot and it was you know, a pleasure playing for him. Ryan just in just in terms of uh you know the community and no they have not won a Stanley Cup but they've been close in a Stanley Cup final and just I, I know it's early but how settled are you there and what have you what have you drawn out of that hockey community in in a short period of time and you know I mean comparing it to the Mecca of Toronto I mean what 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 certainly have you picked up uh, since since you've been there um <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely two two different markets. That's for sure. Uh, you know the you know the fan base too. I think um, they're definitely very passionate about it here, and, and they love it. They might not uh, you know have grown up with the game like you know every fan in Toronto that you know knows you know every inside out uh, you know, of each player and such, but they love it. You know, it's a game that uh, you know we come to this building. Um, you know, people are having a great time. They're involved. And they're you know every hit. You know, every goal. They're they're getting behind. It's been uh, it's been awesome, and you know my kids in hockey here too, and you can see the you know the growth of it, and it's obviously you know what 25 years now. You can see how hockey's starting to take off down here, and you know hopefully we can keep it growing, and it's been uh, it's been awesome. Ryan, during your time here, obviously you were an important part of a team that finally got over a hump. When you look at your time here, do you consider it having been disappointing that you guys didn't go farther or a success? Um, no, I, I still think disappointing. I think, um, yeah, a little still uh, upset about, you know, getting beat by Florida the way we did. You know, I thought, um, you know, I think the team that we had um, – yeah, you know, obviously, I think every guy on that team wanted to take that back and, and redo it. But you know, they they outplayed us, and disappointing because I thought we could have uh, even just you know gave it a better chance. But uh, that's the way it goes. You know, Florida they they, they outplayed us. They deserve to move on. Um, you know, I still I cherish my time, and I think I learned a lot. And you know, the relationships I have, you know, from that experience, um, you know, I think I was definitely proud to you know get over that first round and move on. But still, you know, it's. You know, I don't like to draw on it too much, but, um, 
yeah, you obviously want to redo that series. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was a great time. You were in a unique situation as an unrestricted free agent. Uh, you know, we all know that Toronto would have loved you to have you back. Your decision to go to Nashville. I, I look at Nashville over the last few years and a team since they went to the final that you always thought that could compete or find a way to get over the hump. Is is the feeling that you had when you signed there that this was a team that was still going to go for it or was there going to be a small transition um, and and it may take a few years to come back to a Stanley Cup final. Uh, you know what what keyed in on on wanting to go to Nashville besides obviously a, a contract that you were willing to accept. Um, yeah, I think we're a lot closer than people think, and you know since being here and you know with Trotsy, our coaching staff, um, you know our players here that I've been very impressed with and leadership and goaltending there's so many good pieces here and I think you know we're still you know I thought we've had a good start this season our last game wasn't great but um you know we're we're starting to get more comfortable with the structure and we're starting to you know to find it and when we do I feel you know we're right there with any team and again you know I know it's early we haven't seen every team out there but there's so many good things that I'm excited about I think we can get back to you know being right there and competing for a cup when you look at this team that you guys are going to be playing on Saturday night, this Toronto Maple Leafs team, how do you feel about the idea that this core needed uh, physicality, grit, whatever added to it? You know, you you were part of a, a group that came in at the deadline with Jake McCabe and Luke Shen and Lafferty, some more physical players. This year it's Reeves and Bertuzzi and Domi. Do you think this core needs that around it, that grit and toughness? Um, no, absolutely. You know, as you see, I think, you know, the deeper you go in the playoffs, that's what you need. It's that physicality, that wearing, you know, wearing teams down and like the guys that uh, they've added definitely are going to help. And it's, uh, yeah, there's so many good pieces over there and they're definitely a team that's going to contend. And, uh, yeah, obviously I just, <laughs> I wish them luck, just not against us, but, uh, no, it's definitely, uh, um, great pieces that they added and it's going to be a heck of a battle Saturday. One more uh, for me in, in terms of you've in your career, you got a chance to play with some some great defensemen, uh, winning a Stanley Cup with uh, the likes of Petrangelo. Uh, where's Roman Yossi in all of this? Does he do, do we do we as a league know really how good this guy is? Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, I think in this he's playing in you know like a market like Toronto. You know, he'd you know he'd be talked about so much more. I think he's a little bit hidden down here, but it's it's amazing what he does. You know, he's you know I feel like his heart rate never gets up over ninety, and he's flying around the ice, lapping me, you know, constantly. And you know, it's just the the creator that he is. You know, he just he's always in the play. He's always making these little little things and jumping around like it's just constantly moving and creating. It's um, you know, gosh, it's it's so impressive. Hey, Ryan, we really appreciate your time on a, on an off day here. Uh, enjoy your return in Toronto Saturday night. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Just so you know, Kip, they're in Nashville on Saturday. The tr- oh, Toronto's are they? Day. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, gee, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, it's the end of the, yeah. f- what, five? I texted you. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> it's all good. Well, your phone's making I a noise. coming back. I thought maybe. Yeah, all right. That's all good. So they're in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Two teams Ryan's are playing. So polite. He, is. Yeah, he's he, like, he yeah. definitely was like, what should a I say stupid something? Stupid host. <laughs>
<laughs> That's why ex-players should not host. David Amber is listening to the show right now, and he's like, yes, yes. My job no, is Kipper he's screwed he's, up. He's going, yes, as he's doing curls. <laughs> All right. Um, so- just a little follow-up. Yes. On, I'm really surprised that he didn't want to stay in Toronto. I am too. I really, really, that, that, that one... That one was like, okay, a guy's coming home. He's towards the latter part of his career. He's going to love it. And uh, it just didn't work out that way. So every person, every player in the league that gets towards their end of their career and they go, gosh, it'd be great to go to Toronto, you know, just to play there for a bit at the end of my career. Then they come here again at the end of their career and everyone goes, boo! Which didn't happen with him. No, he it was, didn't. He's beloved. He guys, he oh played my great. Gosh. He played he great was for so 20, good. Twenty-four games. They don't win. They don't win. They don't beat Tampa okay. without him. Okay, he played great for twenty-four games. I agree with you guys. He signed a four-year contract. Yeah, I don't think it is great for your career to come here at the end and get booed and be bad at the end. I'm not saying he's going to be bad or thinks he's going to be bad, but I think he sees this as his last big contract, likely. Which he could have had in Toronto. He could have. Same contract. But look at how John Tavares is getting treated. How he got treated going into this year as like, oh, this guy. And all he does, he's a point-per-game guy. Can we give somebody a draft pick to eat the money? Yeah, can we get a, rid of this yeah. guy who all he does is yeah. score for yeah. us? I think if you're O'Reilly, you're like, I'm at the end of my career. I don't really want to be in Toronto when I lose half a step. I want to lose it in Nashville and have everyone remember my 24 games my, in Toronto. You know, my, my point my point is similar to the Shen but, situation too, but where people will look back on that time when he was here and he was yeah. beloved. beloved and he gets to leave like George Costanza after everyone laughs yeah. at his but joke. Hold on for a second. <laughs> hold on for a second. Okay. Because like go back. He gets traded. What a week two, 10 days before the trade deadline. Yeah. Is someone not having a conversation with Ryan O'Reilly or his agent from Will the resign? Maple Leafs going, we're giving up, what were they, a first? Uh, oh, the trade? Well, yeah, what was, it, was, it was significant. It more pieces. More Felino-type pieces. Yeah, it's lots, because Achari okay. was in there too, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, am I, am I giving all of this up for a rental, or are you coming home, Ryan? Where was that conversation? Because if I knew for one second that that guy was going to walk out the door after 24 regular season games, and... Dude, do you know how desperate Kyle Dubas wanted to win a round? Ryan O'Reilly could have said, I'll come play 24 games, help you win a round, and then I'm going to physically punch you in the face and leave. And he'd have been like, fine, come play for us. Yeah, that makes you not a very... Good job, uh, manager. Everything's great. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. like, yeah, it's just it was too high of a price to pay for a rental. So it was the the Blues received Michaela Bramov, Amarov, yeah, sure. Adam Gaudet, Toronto's first round pick, Ottawa's third round pick, Toronto's second round pick, and St. Okay, Louis stop, will also stop, eat stop. You're Leaf Nation, right? They're, they're, they're just hey, like is I, that a first, a second, and a third? I, I pull the trigger again on that trade. Love that for a rental. Yep, all day, bud. They were instrumental players. Instrumental players in getting the Leafs passed around. What are you talking about? I love his time here. Every every year, give up a first rounder for rentals. Yes. Yes. Until what? Until you win the cup. Until you're in last place. Or you win the cup or you're you're in last place for the next five or seven years. Or the Ducks, yeah. That's the way. 
Right now, it's trending the wrong hey. way in that deal. But Another first rounder look, at the trade deadline? Absolutely. I'm with Sam on that. If they're going to get a top defenseman at that's, the deadline for a first-round pick, you are pulling the negligence. You could even get Erasmus for a first at the deadline if you try hard. Oh, so you giving should just up, suck. Giving up top prospects for rentals. We I, do I, not. I, I get you, a, what are you I trying get to do? One, Kip one 10th every year? No. No, Can it, you try it, to win the cup? Eventually, you got to stop, though, because you run out. You just run out. The cupboard's completely dry. Well, they're getting there. This, Which is how you end up going, Fraser Minton, is this anything meme? You know, like yeah. you're, you're really going on to guys. The good news was Jake McCabe came back. You traded for him. But he was a, but he was he had one more year in his contract. So. <laughs> Two, well, right? Good. This and Maybe next. you should trade firsts and seconds for... Guys with more years. Well, this is the thing that is going to have value is the way that the Tampa Bay Lightning got Brandon Hagel on that dirt cheap deal with term and they paid a bunch for it. McCabe, they ate half his salary and they got two more years. So those deals make a lot of sense if you can swing them. All right, Jake McCabe, a little better. He, oh, Sam with a little double no, clutch on not that a fan, one. Eh, Sammy? Little column I, A, little <laughs> I was really a big fan of his game last year when it was... When you thought when you, it was something you, new, when you thought what he was built up to be, yeah, and the first few games he's something different, right? He's a different guy in the back end where he's jumping up in the play, he's throwing his weight around. But now that I've seen it happen a lot, and the way it went in the playoffs last year, where I didn't love him throughout the playoffs a lot, and then you see the start of this year, it's like, oh boy. All right, Derek Brandale, clip number three, Sheldon Keefe on Jake McCabe. I think it's been. Uh... I think it's been inconsistent, at times very good, physical, strong, uh, at times moves the puck really well. Uh, I think he's just really trying to settle into a role with our team, and, and we're, we're continuing to work with him on that. Mike Van Ryan's working with him every day and talking through it. You know, at times we just want him to really simplify things and understand what we, what we need from him. At the same time, his, his, his skating and his feet get him into really good spots on the ice. So you don't want to take that away from him, but at times, you know, we, we just want him to get back and settle into his position and, and help us defensively. Seems to be a... Yes. I almost want to hear that again. A little bit more settled with the, the, the lily pad. Yeah. I think it's important that you not ask too much of Jake McCabe. Like, want him to get back and settle into his position and, and help us defensively. There's that too. That's a, <laughs> I, I, it doesn't get that much simpler. Just play Defense. What's hard There's sometimes is he can I do see other him things. like pinching and on the goal line trying to race back. In the game against Tampa, I think we talked about this on the Monday, but the game against Tampa on the sh- was shorthanded and Matthews has a puck and he's passing it to somebody on the break. And I'm like, who is that? It's like McCabe in on that. I'm like, McCabe, I know. what is he doing up there? This is the thing is like he's a good skater and yes. he can get up in the play and he can make pinches and he can make hits and he can not figure out which to do when, you know, like, so it's tough to tell a guy you, you can do it all. Stop doing it. That's your job to tell him to stop doing it. Yeah. 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 That is what you're paid for to go. You can do this, but you can't do that. Why just, or even situationally, if we are tied or leading, don't do those things ever. Like we're just going to eliminate the decision-making for you. If we're chasing the game, green light to go. You know, they might have to make it simpler for him. I like him as a guy when you're not asking too much of him. When you're the number one shutdown guy against the Florida Panthers in playoffs, tough. 
You know how I feel about the Leaf defense and what I would do. I'd have the zapper. Dog collars? Yeah, well, let's, let's humanize it a little bit. Human collars? Just, yeah, something. <laughs> Maybe a belt. A belt that zaps them. Okay. <laughs> right? Get, go over the red line. Zzz, 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 back, back, back. Back. Electricity. That's yeah. all. You or, would pro- I bet you, or you would just win. yell from the bench. I bet you'd win two more games a year if you had a button where you could shock them and be like, all oh, right, defense. <laughs> like just an all oh, right, defense button. We should probably get the, the trick done. And For sure. really, oh, God, yeah, that way. Or how about this one? Never been done in the history of the game. Do it again, and you're not moving from the bench. How about that one? Yeah, that's Does probably... That, mm, you can't do that. Doesn't anymore. work anymore in no, 2023. No negative reinforcement. Only positive reinforcement. Right? You reward him for doing good, not punish for doing bad. I will bolt you to the bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's some value in that. And I think that's why some teams still value the hardline coaches because that's the last, that's the only thing you got. That's the shot caller right there. Is ice time. Is okay. Ice time, yeah. uh, any, you want to talk Fraser Minton? We expect him to be back to junior by the weekend. Well, Maybe just send him back to junior here. It's a nice time in the Okanagan, man. Get back there. Get into Kamloops. Close <laughs> enough. Let's hear how uh, Sheldon feels. Yeah, well, we like what Holmberg has brought <laughs> and how that's changed things, so that's part of it. Um, we've had some guys here that have been, you know, sort of nicked up on this trip and, and kind of day-to-day, or at least they're on the injury report, and we're kind of waiting on their status the next morning. It was the same here again today. Um, and we've kind of gotten through that situation. So um, there hasn't been an opportunity for Fraser to get back in at this stage. But, you know, I think... Uh, there's lots of value in him being around our group here on a trip like this in particular and experience life in the NHL like that. And, and he's continuing to work with the reps that he does get. Uh, he's putting in his time. I think there's great value in that, and he'll be ready uh, if we need him here. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, um, I agree with you. little, maybe another day or two of Fantasy Island for him. Yeah, where like me. Right? Like, I'm Fraser Mitten. You're I'm afraid you're on this show. Right I now. am. I am. The Trust fact me. that I'm sitting here, yeah. I've, I've tried to send you down to the morning <laughs> show. <laughs> I have. clear waivers. Overdrive and scoop you up. But, <laughs> right. Thank you. You know, he needs to play his 15, 17 minutes in junior. He needs to try to score goals, power play, penalty kill. He needs all of that now. Yeah, I agree, Kip. Just like... Being in the situations where you're the guy and you're handling the puck and your team's looking to you and you're always on the ice and you feel like you're better than everyone else and so you take some chances, like that to me will make you better. I think he's had a great experience being around the team. You get to know people, the systems, you see the strength plan and how the pros take care of themselves. We're getting to November now and it's pretty clear he's not a fit in the NHL lineup right now. Not that he won't be soon, but... Yeah, I don't understand why we need to drag this out. If everyone's healthy, it's probably going to happen soon. Yeah. Maybe he gets one more game. but or, it's soon. Or maybe after they come back from the road trip. You know what? I bet that's it. I bet they're like, we'll finish out the road trip. He'll do the whole thing and we'll get him. Yeah, and then they can closer to them, to what's it called, Coca-Cola Coliseum? They can yeah. call somebody up from there, you, drive you, down the gardener. You don't need to send them from Dallas back to Kamloops. Yeah, yeah it's get a Get them back in Canada yeah. first. And there is a different, heavier kind of feel with Holmberg. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, you just trust that he's going to just handle his business. And not that Minton was messing up by any means, but he wasn't winning the puck battles or being able to create or take over. Like, 
Holmberg can have moments when he can get the puck to the right areas. And Minton's just not quite ready there yet. All right. Uh, I, I, do we have a couple clips you want to yeah, Dallas? Yeah. Let, let's look at the opponent tonight. Let's All right. that. Sheldon, Sheldon on the Dallas Stars. Uh, significant challenges. First off, uh, defensively, they do a, a really good job, uh, protect their net very well. Penalty killing is outstanding. And then they got lots of skill and size uh, throughout the lineup, both on forward and defense. So, you know, they, they're, they're a high-quality team for a reason. Um, so you know, we'll be prepared for that. But, you know, for us, it's a great chance to go up against a team that has all those things I just talked about, but also has got lots of confidence and is playing extremely well here in the early going. So a great challenge for us here leading this trip. See, I 100% agree with him. This one has... This game tonight, uh, a win tonight, uh, a solid team effort can carry you for a very long stretch here. It's almost as if a win tonight, a convincing win tonight, could somewhat erase a poor start like that. Yeah, go against a good team on the road, middle of a road trip, for sure. The potential is there. I also think typically when we've looked at this Leafs core, when they've come up to these sort of games, that's when you get a good effort. Like they, it's against Chicago or Montreal where you typically typically get... Monday night against a crappy team. Yeah, like never let's see if we can outscore great, yeah. them type of games. I think typically we see pretty good games in these sort of moments. So I do have a higher expectation tonight that they're going to give Dallas a tough time. And Dallas has gone out this year. They've beat the Flyers and the Ducks. And, yeah, they have some wins. Didn't Austin score his 60th in Dallas? He broke the – no, he broke the Leafs record. Broke there. the Leafs record yeah, in he Dallas. He scored uh, his 55th in overtime. Okay. Where, like – To win it. Six guys were on his back. Yeah, it was a beautiful goal. Well, he scored – I actually don't remember. You don't remember it? I remember it was a big night. No, he scored to tie One-timer? It. He scored to tie yeah, it. And then the, the overtime winner. Was the record yes. breaker. Yeah. yeah. And just – Beautiful like, goals. That That's when you got really excited that he's better than McDavid, I think, after that game. I mean, one of the guys... It's okay, one, Sammy. One guy's okay. playing, one guy's not. So <laughs> we can have the conversation again if you want. <laughs> Is he better than that guy watching the game? For sure. <laughs> Listen, I can fire up that combo anytime you want, boys. If we do it our national hour, get everybody go. Bring McDavid to a yeah, number two center on the team. <laughs> oh, no. no, no. We're uh, national now. I don't want to get anybody upset. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh Listen, a few people paid the bills around here, and then we're back on our national hour on Real Kipper and Born. Stick around.